following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not listen to it. Everyone else, fuck, fuck, knuckle, fuck. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch, and with me, as always, is Chump Slap. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, always good to hear from Chump Slap. And on the <laughs> other side of the table, we have the scientist. How are you today, scientist? I am well. How are you? I'm super. Thanks for asking. Uh, so, what have you been getting into this week, scientist? Well, I uh, finished Spider Man, platinumed it, platinumed it. At a boy, yeah. It actually, I think they've made platinums easier because I got it with barely doing anything extra. Like all I had to do was fight crimes, and that was it. Yeah, there was an article, I think, like an editorial or something on Kotaku that said something like thirty percent of people who are played this game, or twenty five percent, or something like that, have the platinum. <laughs> I believe like it. it's the the highest percentage platinum that exists. Well, other than you know, Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, ones you get just for playing. Yeah, but I was kind of amazed because like all I had to do was a couple of sable crimes by the end. There was no like crazy collectible that you had to get everywhere. Well, yeah, but they were all marked on the map, and I just grabbed them as I passed by them going to do other stuff. Uh, and then you end up with a couple ones. The only problem I had with the Platinum was I didn't do enough crimes like during the story campaign thing. Well, I, did, I didn't do enough crime events. Like I probably did plenty of crimes as Spider-Man. But <laughs> like, you're supposed to uh, do those like a certain amount per district and i didn't do it so i had to like grind that out at the end yeah i had to do like i think i had 10 to grind out and that was annoying through all the districts like just to get 10 up at the end yeah so i can I imagine I had, like, if you 30. had like yeah 40 or something it's a nightmare but uh <laughs> do you watch anything anything new anything cool anything fun uh i started watching fringe again as a boy i, <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen that coming and i'm on the sixth season of psych so it's probably the 20, 25th time I've seen that. I, was gonna... I absolutely believe that. And uh, did I watch anything else interesting? Mm. You didn't watch Sunny again? No, no. Um, I'm about due for a Sunny, sunny run. I, that's probably it. I don't think I watched anything good. Okay, well, how about you then, Chump Slap? What have you been getting into? Uh, I haven't been getting into shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Literally just laying around, doing nothing, watching com- Comedy Bang Bang still, finishing that one out. <laughs> are you re-watching it, or have you never seen it before? Yeah, I'm re-watching it. It's like got to be like the okay. fifth or sixth time. At least. I've probably seen the whole entire series just from stopping by your place. Probably. Nice, nice. Well, uh, we have some pieces of news I would like to bring to your guys' attention. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that news, <laughs> that news soundbite. See, scientists, we don't need a, sna- a soundboard. We got yeah. fucking Chump Slap over here. He's nailing it. He's got the lock. He's got the the ticker thing. It's pretty good. We'll just have Perfect. to cut him out. And I'll, I'll make my own soundboard. It's great. But uh, so news, news, news. Uh, we have a little bit more about the Fallout seventy six booze system. Oh shit! Uh, just a little overview. You're going to be able to make four different concoctions. Uh, they do various different things. Like the Hoppy Hunter increases scope stability and damage versus animals, but reduced vats. There's a 
Tick Blood Tequila Sunrise, Firecracker Whiskey, stuff like that. There's three, four-ish it looks like. And I don't understand how this is supposed to be a massive selling point for people to come back. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like what? I didn't drink any of the booze in that game, so why would I want to come back to make my own booze to not drink? That's right. silly. I do like how they gave them West Virginia type names, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Tick blood. I think I had a tick blood tequila sunrise once. But I like when I was playing Fallout, any of the versions, I rarely ever used like mind altering stuff. Yeah, no. there's not really a need for it. <laughs> there's no benefit yeah. either. You have vats. So why would you need to? Maybe I did like something to increase vats once or twice, but usually I'm running around. I run to an enemy and I'm like, shit, got to shoot him. It's not like, oh, you know what? What? What can I take right now for my character that would help me in this fight? Could you be addicted to stealth boys? Because that might have been the only thing I have ever used that would. No, you can't get addicted to it. It's like taking a stem pack. Okay, I wasn't sure. I assume. Yeah, I mean it's not a drug. Well, uh, it's the first of many updates for 2019. Hopefully, they can uh, three months in get yeah get their shit together and make this something people want to come back to. But not a great start. No, it's not. We also have. News from Destiny 2, apparently they just got a whole bunch of new shit this week. Is it a DLC, or is it... Well, they put out their entire gameplay calendar. Uh, It looks like... Oh, there's like a whole bunch of shit. There's like 20 things. Some of them are free seasonal updates. Some of them are annual pass stuff. But uh, there's... The newest one that's coming out is Season of the Drifter, it's called. When did Destiny 2 release? I don't know. It feels like I played that game three years ago. Why are they still? That was Destiny One. You're just confused. (laughs) It's it's uh, that was the problem that I had with Destiny Two. It was the exact same game. Yeah. Like there is. I mean, it's fun to shoot stuff. It's fun to play. I'm not saying it's a bad game at all, but it's just like at, at some point you level up or you get through the story, you hit max, and it's just grinding. That's all it is. There's yeah. no other sense of accomplishment. Need, you need like six, seven other people just to do one fucking. And who knows that many people? Yeah, I don't have that many friends. <laughs> like, I don't play with you guys. Yeah, seriously. And like, we have a podcast. Yeah. Hey, but, but uh, we, when Borderlands 3 comes out, you better believe we are. Oh, shit. Okay. We'll have to figure out when that comes out and, I guess, take the whole week of work off? Uh, yeah, we're sure. Gonna, yeah. We're going to yeah. twitch that whole week. <laughs> yeah, just a marathon session. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the thorn is also coming back. That's the big part of the update that people were excited about. So, I guess you get to poison people in multiplayer again. Which, because remember when that came out? Like originally in Destiny One, that's all people ever used in multiplayer. Especially that what was the three on three mode, the Trials of Osiris? Is that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like impossible to. That's all people would use, like using a scraping spear in Demon Souls. Exactly. That's I've been saying that shit for years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For those of you listening, I have no idea what he said. Something about Demon Souls. Well, well, I I was sick of the Destiny talk, so. Well, yeah, you could do multiplayer Demon Souls and then just scrape spear. What did that do? It ruins your equipment. Ruins oh, the other person's armor, equipment. Yeah. yeah. Nice. No, it was, a, it was a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, to make scientists happy, we'll move on from Destiny talk. Cause, and I think I don't know if it's even worth ever talking about Destiny again. Maybe if they do something really cool. Yeah, I doubt that's good. Maybe Destiny 3, but... But, uh, well, the fun part is that all the issues that you're seeing with Destiny and Destiny 2 are exactly what's happening with Anthem now. <laughs> yeah, what's like, that about? Like, how they fucked that up? I don't know. It's like, you've seen Destiny 1. 
Like, you've seen the problems they've had and the issues they come up with and the fixes for those issues, if any. How can you just go ahead and just do the exact same shit? Because people will buy it regardless. Yeah, I guess yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. People did buy it, I guess. I bought it. Oh, did you? Yeah. You play any of it? I did. I, it's, yeah, I played through. I'm at, like, level six or seven now. Well, and, he he uh, never told us what he was doing this week. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. All right, good. Great segue. I've been playing Anthem. <laughs> I'm at level uh, level six or seven this week. I uh, it's fun. Like when you're standing there, I'm I'm the uh, the javelin is like the type of uh, mech suit you have on, yeah. and there are different types of them. And I'm the mage class, basically the storm javelin. And it's really cool to be shooting and jump in the air and then start flying and do like Iron Man shit. But uh, that. You know, when you do it 400 times and nothing else really happens, it kind of gets old. Yeah, so that's all it is. Like, it's it's a novel I- idea with the flying around shit. That was That's what's cool about it. Yeah, it's pretty much if you had a baby of Destiny and, like, Mass Effect, the okay parts of Mass Effect 2, then that's what Anthem would be. Because the, the, the shooting feels exactly like Mass Effect 2, and the missions are very similar, too. But Mass Effect 2 was awesome. I know. Yeah, but what's the problem with it? Is it not enough? It's just grindy. Yeah. It's just the missions are pretty close to exactly the same. Like, go here and investigate why this person isn't sending us transmissions. Or go here and we heard activity in this sector. Blah, blah, blah. Go check it out. And you just end up killing things. And that's it. That's oh. novel. I don't yeah. know any other game that does that. I've never I've never heard of those before. <laughs> what kind of missions are those? They're called exactly. fetch missions? Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that there are like story missions in the game that have like cutscenes where you get more info just like in destiny but you know it's it's yeah. it's it kills time it's not the worst game i've ever played but there's nothing new here yeah that's what i was afraid of that's how i feel about it um the other game i playing which i didn't even know existed until the day it came out was the new toe jam and earl game <laughs> <laughs> that came out on friday i saw some uh, videos of it. it it looks exactly like toe jam and earl yeah, I played through the quote-unquote tutorial world, I guess they call it. I don't know how it's different than the other modes, but it felt exactly the same. Like, the difference is you can rustle trees and stuff and see if presents fall out. But other than that, it plays exactly the same. And it's fucking great. <laughs> was it kickstarted? Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, it was. And the only reason I knew this game existed was because I saw an article on AV Club about how Macaulay Culkin was an executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, how did I not know? I know. He's like one of the guys that helped bring it together, like when the Kickstarter came up. That's awesome. I, I do like how Kickstarter is just taking old games and making them again. They did Mutant League, and now they did Toe Jam and Earl. Maybe they'll do some other stuff, like Base Wars. That's what I want to see remade. Oh, we've been beating that drum. I could not agree with you more. That would be friggin' awesome. Yeah, just make it all in-depth and stuff. I want my pitcher to have a cannon for an arm, literally. Well, why don't you start a Kickstarter and make that game yourself? The problem is, <laughs> <laughs> you need to know how to make games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. But uh, what else? Oh, I haven't been watching. Oh, I've been watching that uh, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I heard it's good. It's, uh, I don't know, man. There's like a whole series of shows or like a whole thing where it's, like, it's the stuff is kind of cool, but it's not great. But it's you watch it and you're like, yeah, that was fine. Is it? Is it like The Runaways? No, it's more dark than that. Um, it's good. Dark. <laughs> I I don't uh I don't regret watching it. 
That's always good. But it like really it really petered out this last couple episodes. No, the last couple episodes are really good. It just took way too long to get there. Hmm. I've also been watching Deadly Class, which seems to be a very sim kind of similar story, but way more fun. Is that anime? No, it's a live action on sci-fi, dude. That's your jam. You should have been watching that. I don't have cable. That's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so watch it on Hulu. I don't think it's on Hulu. We'll figure it out. Someone will tell us oh, when people start listening to this show. Better question is, where can I watch Jesus and Miro for free? Because I don't want to pay for Showtime. Uh, well, Why would we tell you that? Like, <laughs> 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 That's like asking us to explain to children like where the best place to release a virus would be. We've done that. <laughs> well, I don't know. We didn't say Manhattan, did we? <laughs> I think we've done it in two different episodes, actually, now that I think about it. But, uh, yeah, so how about we uh, get into our game for the week? How does Fine, that I'll just buy it on Hulu. Can I watch it on Hulu if I get Showtime? If you uh, yeah. pay for Showtime. I was, I was hoping I could pay for, like, YouTube Red or something, and it would be on there, but it's not. Well, I'm pretty sure they have a code that you can enter to get, like, $5 Showtime. As opposed to ten or whatever for a couple months. I don't know. This isn't Jesus Mero. <laughs> this isn't the Bodega Boys. You can you can cut all this out. It was just information for me. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Most of this garbage is going to be gone. <laughs> but, <laughs> Fair enough. For those that don't know at home, we actually record for fifteen hours, and you only hear the best hour out of all that. <laughs> and that's not even that good. Yeah. No. So, let's move on to our game this week. Yeah. How about it? Yeah, let you us. picked it. Let us let us hear about it. Um, this week we are doing the game Singularity, which apparently not a lot of people are aware of ever existing, I didn't but uh, know holds a very it. special place in my end scientist's heart. Yeah, I can't believe uh, that nobody like heard about it before. <laughs> it was released for PC, PS3, Xbox 360 by Raven Software, created it, and it was published by Activision. I could not find accredited writer. Huh. Which was interesting. So it might have been by committee, maybe? It, it was funny because when you said released on PCP, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what's PCP he talking about? S3. <laughs> oh, man. It was that's actually, that's how Raven Software suggests you play it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, <laughs> that makes sense. That's why nobody remembers the game. It unlocks a whole hidden storyline. Nice. When you're on PCP. Why don't you give us a quick rundown of the game, scientist? Me? All right. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, it's a first-person shooter, and you go to a you're a member of a army squad recon team, and you're trying to investigate a radiation spike that the United States has seen. And there's and there's like time manipulation powers. It's Bioshocky. It is Bioshocky, and I took that as a plus. Yeah, because it does feel like Bioshock. I can't exactly explain why. Maybe it's something to do with. The fact that it partially takes place in the 50s and you have a, I, I don't want to say similar design aesthetic, but yeah, like parts. it's definitely retro futuristic. Yeah. Or whatever the that's hell a good way to put it. it. But, uh, and it's a first person shooter like Bioshock. Other than that, I think that's pretty much where they. Yeah, the TMDs like your plasmids and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, which, boy, do I have a lot to discuss and ask <laughs> about the TMD. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. But, um, yeah, so you start the game. I guess that EMP or that burst of energy or whatever it was destroyed a U.S. satellite, and that's why the U.S. got involved. Yeah, the, yeah, because it was coming from Russia. Yeah, it was coming from like an island, a declassified or like 
off the maps island, Katorga 12. Right. And uh, I think, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there... Huh, this, there's several timelines, too, which is going to make this fun to discuss. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there, the original timeline, when we start the game, I'm pretty sure there was a catastrophe there in the 50s, right? Yes, Like in 1955. No one knows what it was, as far as our American characters go. Yeah, it was just an accident, is what they call it. Yeah, the right. accident, and, yeah. I guess it was closed down, and now it's had a spike, and now that, for some reason, that involves American military personnel. Yeah, you're doing a recon flyover. Well, because they they wanted to make sure. I don't know what they wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the they Russia were just investigating shit. Yeah. Right. yeah, I get that they were investigating, but you can do that with satellites. You don't need to send a black ops team. Well, it destroyed the satellite. It destroyed the satellite that was above it. Well, there's other satellites, right? <laughs> Scientists, sure, there's yeah. more than one up there, right? A few more, yeah. There's at least three. <laughs> at least three, exactly. There's, there's Major League Baseball. <laughs> right, right. The NFL and the United States Def- Department of Defense. Yeah, Those three are at least up there. Um, yeah. I don't know enough about satellite technology to call you a liar, so I'm going to go ahead and say we have at least three satellites in orbit. Yeah, I don't know why they sent people in first without doing... They could have sent drones in. Yeah, but this is 2010. You're telling me there weren't drones in 2010? There weren't as many drones. <laughs> it <laughs> they seems weren't like, as prolific. It seems like it, they would have brought out their best stuff instead of sending some... Their best stuff was a helicopter with a team full of captains, yeah. apparently. One of them, Nolan North. Which I have a question about. Do captains often lead people into battle? I don't think they do. There's definitely a cutoff. A captain's an officer. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Well, this was just a... Was it only a two-person team? You, you only ever see two people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, now you're right. I, I just always assumed there was like another chopper or there was a... No, there was a second chopper in the air. Yeah, there was in the beginning. And then they got destroyed. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah, they both crashed. Yeah, the EMP goes off on the island yeah. and they both crash. Yeah, and there's a... All before you start playing the game. Where's the helicopter right. pilot? He must have died when the helicopter went down. Go down with the ship. Okay. Maybe maybe it's like the helicopters from Parasite Eve that fly themselves. <laughs> Got so, me there. It all comes back to Parasite <laughs> Eve, man. So we we have we we don't. You're asking me to buy a timeline <laughs> where the, the drones aren't up to snuff yet, but we have unmanned helicopters. Sounds reasonable. Yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> or or he died in a cl- crash when your helicopter goes down, when you wake up on the docks. That makes... Eh, I guess we'll just have to assume. Because you don't hear the radio. You hear uh, your your boy James Devlin uh, on the radio trying to find you. He's talking and you to play, Titan 1, right? The base? Yeah, and you. Oh, just anybody yeah. who will listen. Yeah. But uh, you're playing as Captain Nathaniel Renko. It's a very Russian name. Yeah, I that was I thought that was interesting. That he is a Russian name, but uh he's an American special forces guy. Either way. Yeah. You got your boy James Devlin with you who's voiced by Nolan North cuz he's pretty much in every game around this this time. And uh they go and they they hop on the island and that's where things start to get a little weird. <laughs> yeah, well, they wake up on the island after their helicopter crashes, but you like walk around and you They crash. You Go into a building. Yeah. And boom, you're in the past. 
well, weird stuff starts happening. Like you see ghosts and stuff, but then you wake up in the past. Not wake up, just transported there. Yeah, you the just buildings walk on fire into the past and buildings on fire. Yeah, what could be the science behind the? I don't even know what to call them. I called them tears in my notes, like Bioshock, but like seeing the ghosts of people of previous events. Well, it was the E ninety nine. Yeah, it was definitely the E ninety nine that left remnants of the people who were there before, so you can see the past as it happened. So, what is E ninety nine? Some mineral they found that has special properties. Well, according to the the projector that you watched, it tells you about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it can reverse aging, make super soldiers, and grow crops on infertile land. So it can do absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. it's the best thing ever. And we've only ever found it on Katorga Twelve. Right, which is something I I was going to ask. How often does that happen? Where we find a new element and it's only it's a mineral, so it's from the ground, and it's only in one possible place in the entire world. I don't think that does happen. I can't. I don't know one. what the odds are about that. Yeah, like it's found multiple places. Like, yeah, if they found it, what makes them think that it was only found there? Unless they found it like in a meteor crash site. Could be. Ooh. And you got to think they found it in 1955. Yeah. So between 55 years later, they still haven't found it anywhere else? Apparently not, no. I, I've never heard about it in any scientific literature. I guess it's supposed to be, the, the fandom wiki thing I read was, it's supposed to kind of be like Einsteinium. That is element 99. Yeah, but it's not... Well, Einsteinium doesn't do that. <laughs> Einsteinium not doesn't do staging or make super soldiers. Well, it's also not found on Earth, so. Right. And in that, the I wanted to talk about the projector thing you were, you mentioned there, Chomp Slap. They give you like a rundown right in the beginning with a projector. There's an awesome, just as a side note, there's a picture of a mushroom cloud, Uncle Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I. I, I screen cap this. I will put it on the Instagram because it's fucking awesome. And if anyone can make that shirt, I will buy it immediately. <laughs> it's like a skeleton face Uncle Sam. But anyway, so in this, they also talk about how – I don't know. if Is it this projector? Or it might be a future one where they talk about the TMD and the manipulation device and the fact that it can only manipulate things that are, I guess, radiated or affected by E99. Yeah, that's the first one. Or any live – things anything that's alive right i don't know i didn't i only thought it was stuff that had e99 infused into it well that you're right that that absolutely happens but i i think in the projector thing they were just talking about e99 stuff okay yeah yeah but i guess it would make sense that it has some kind of weird effect on living organisms right as you will see later on in the game as we will see later on uh, so we see the uh, the the terror people, the energy blasts of other people, and then you get whisked away to the fifties, and then where are we at from there? Well, the building's on fire, and you're running around trying to get out of it, and you find some guy falling through a floor, and you pick him up and save him and carry him out. That's like the whole yeah. ten minute span of that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, help me, help me, and. You save the guy, and you go back to, I guess, the lobby where a couple people were saved. Yeah. And then you just disappear back to the future. But it's different now. Yes, it's changed. 
It has changed. And there's like a, a post a poster, a, a statue in the lobby now that's different of a dude in like uh, glasses. And you're like, okay, that's interesting. And then you move on with your life. Yeah, you're just like, oh, wait, where's Lenin? It was Stalin. Oh, and Stalin. It's replaced by Demichev. Says, Ooh, right. Nikolai Demichev. We're not there yet. Well, that's who the statue is in the beginning. It changes. <laughs> well, you don't know that. Does it say the name? Yeah. Oh, does it? Right where it said Stalin, it says Demichev. Oh, it did say Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a plaque on it, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, you go back to the future and you meet up with Devlin again. And you can't get a hold of Titan 1 or any other... Uh, where do you find Devlin? I think he's... You would go through a little bit and he's in a room. And Is this where you him. find him and he's like holding the door closed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he mentions on the radio, I don't think he can hear you, but he's mentioning that he's in the school. Yeah. And then you hear sounds of him getting like attacked. So you haul ass over to the school. I don't think Renko talks. Does he talk at all? Does he make any noise? Uh, no. Does he even go, ooh, when he gets hit? <laughs> Anything? Maybe. I don't know. All right, well. See if he's credited with a voice actor. Well, I'm just saying, because after you find Devlin holding the door and you help fight off those the mutated creatures, mm-hmm. you don't say anything about all of a sudden, you don't say anything about this burnt fucking building <laughs> and the guy you picked up and how the future changed. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> you would think there'd be some information sharing. He is your boy, right? Yeah, yeah. right. But yeah, so I thought that was weird. And then you journey on more through things getting attacked by monsters. Is this where you're just running through and someone knocks you out then too as you're escaping these monsters? To answer your question really quick, um, there is nobody that seems to be credited with Rango's voice. So it looks like there was none. Yeah, there were a couple of times when people like were talking to you and you're like, you could say something easily here and <laughs> avoid this whole thing, but no. And there's not an excuse or anything. There's no like, oh, your vocal cards were damaged in time travel or some bullshit like that. Or yeah, or the fucking helicopter crash. You could yeah. just be like, yeah, you can't talk because of the helicopter crash. Something. Military intelligence, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a joke. I know, quite. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, oh, also, Troy Baker was in this as additional voices. So we got both of them in here. It's always one of those two are in the game, and now with this one we have both. Uh, it's my thesis. <laughs> closing my closing argument. Argument. <laughs> I'm glad we all have that movie. <laughs> it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Absolutely, no argument here. But yeah, then you're you and Devlin are traveling around. I forget where you're exactly trying to go, but you get caught by some Russians, some Ruskies, right? Oh yeah, yeah okay. It, this is like the whole like actual people. Yeah, the other army. Yeah, and the Spetsnaz soldiers. Yes, yes. And then you're like tied up, and some guy in a big fur coat, very ostentatious, okay. looking, comes out. Like, do you think? He's actually like, what can I wear that's more intimidating than what I'm currently wearing? <laughs> like, does he know he's the bad guy and has to dress appropriately? Like, hey, I got an image to put forward here. I would hope so. Yeah. Well, I think he knows who you are. Yeah, because he says you haven't aged a day. Yeah. Oh, you just saved his life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 55 years before. 
Yes, so you went back in the past to 55, saved him, blasted forward, and now he's alive and the leader of the free world, I guess. Yes. Or the leader of the really not free at all world. And uh, he blasts Devlin in the face. Yeah, he just shoots him right in the face. It's like, boom, Devlin dead. Yeah, which is extremely strange because I actually wrote this as one of my notes I highlighted after he got shot. Like, why bother having him in the game? So he could talk and you didn't have to? Yeah, so he could tell us. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You, yeah, you nailed it. To tell us that correct. we crashed and, oh, God. Who would send a one-man recon team? Let's send a two-man. I lo- Oh, I love when Devlin's like, I got your back. Go try to open this door. <laughs> <laughs> and you open the door from the other side. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Like, why didn't he just go with you? Yeah, why didn't he just follow you through the hole? Oh, that was silly. Yeah, it's... uh. There's some questionable actions by Devlin, but you know what? He got got. Yeah, so. yeah, he gets what he deserves. Shot execution style by a Russian autocrat. On a different timeline. <laughs> it's how all of us will end. Yeah, it will, this is what he gets for saving that guy in the hole. Yeah, it's an everyman story. Killed Devlin. <laughs> it's an everyman story. <laughs> exactly. We can all relate, I'm sure. And then after he shoots, he says something to you about, oh, you have an aged day. And then someone snipes one of the guys. And goes into your walkie-talkie and tells you to run. Oh, this is Catherine? Yeah. Yep. Voiced by Carrie Walgren. She's done a bunch of video games, too. Go right. Wasn't she in Go through the Sliders door. or something? Sliders? Uh, I don't know. I like don't... those little hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Was, was she the, the woman in the beginning, like the first couple seasons? Is that who you're talking about? I don't remember exactly. I'm checking now. She also does the voice of Jessica on Rick and Morty. That might be where I know the name from. I don't know names of people who do voices, really. Yeah, she's got quite a bit of uh, video game work. Oh, she's also Proctor Ingram in Fallout 4. Don't know who that is. Don't remember. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> <She> was, <laughs> he said like it was an important person. A uh, bunch of stuff. But she's also Catherine in uh, Singularity. Yes, which is what matters right now. <laughs> That's what we's talking about. And then after you escape and you find her, she tells you about MIR-12 or MIR-12? MIR. MIR-12. Which, come on. I just think we could have named that a little bit better. <laughs> well, what's with MIR-12, Katorga-12? Why is it all 12s? You'll, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't think we ever learn why. Why is it E-99? Because we have 98 elements at the time. I don't know. I think Einsteinian was discovered before 55, but... Was it discovered before 2010 then? (laughs) Well, it was discovered before 55. I'm pretty sure it was discovered before 2010. Well, it depends what timeline you're on. Oh, you're very true. Very true. That's... that's, Oh, boy. Okay. But then after you run to her, she gives you a nice story of how Demichev took over Russia after he was saved and invaded the rest of the world. Does she know who you are? From yes. the, the prophecy book. Oh, because book. of the book. Oh, okay. The prophecy, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, she found a journal, and it spoke of someone named Renko, and didn't they say something like he's the only person that can fix this or some yeah, shit like that? Yeah, They're like, he'll save the day. He's like, he's the Jesus of the book. Yeah. So basically, you tried to do something good. You fucked up the entire world, and now the rest of the game, pretty much almost the entire game, is unfucking what you did. Or attempting trying to, yes. to, yes. Yeah. It's like a butterfly effect, but in a game. 
do you think it would have been better if he just tapped out and was like, you know what? We're going with this. <laughs> well, I don't know. Russia's ruling everything. It can't be that bad, I guess. Get in. I forget, was it this timeline or one of the other timelines? But one of them, they nuked the entire like East Coast of America. Yeah. Like, all of it. The whole thing was on fire. Yeah, that, that's this one, because that's how he took over the United States. He like let an E-99 bomb loose on the East Coast. Right, and uh, they were saying how they're, like, they used the E-99 to make weapons. Yes. And they were basically able to steamroll everybody in like six months they were able to take over the world. That seemed pretty impressive. In my well, did you see the weapons? The bullets would explode. <laughs> yeah, people's <laughs> arms go flying. And you could fucking, like, you could drive the bullets, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty neat weapons. I just think that six months in 1955 was a little little quick. Yeah, yeah. Because, because you need to, like, send soldiers to occupy. Like, that's how this works. And, I mean, I guess, well, you'd have to think that world, in this timeline, in all timelines, World War II happened, right? Yes. So they've seen the Americans have the nuclear bomb, and they know what that could arrive. I guess they had 10 years to, like, shore up the Russian ranks because a lot of Russians died in World War II. Yeah. So many. And E-99 was their answer to atom bombs. Yeah, because it, it made a bomb that was what? What did they say? A hundred times? Or... Well, it blows up the whole East Coast. So Yeah, it's big. it was a lot better. It's more efficient. And how does a bomb that large not screw with other stuff in the world? Like climates or... It probably did. The environmental bit. impact, they just didn't look into it enough. Yeah, this was 50s, all right? Yeah. What do they care? <laughs> we didn't even get this bad yet. We're building a uh, nuclear weapon. You know what? Just put on some lead vest. Just a little bit of lead. You'll be fine. <laughs> we don't understand what radiation does yet. <laughs> but it's probably fine. Lead's fine. You should probably just put lead in the water. <laughs> it's like the same thing you do with frostbite. It worked in Flint. <laughs> It did indeed. And uh, so she does a lot of exposition dumping here. Yeah, a lot. To explain what's going on. And then what happens after we run into Catherine? The, you, you get tasked to go somewhere, right? Yeah, find Barisov's hidden lab. Oh, yes. Which, why didn't Mir 12 find it? Yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem very hard to find. Yeah, they had directions to it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, it's an island. How many places could it be? Yeah. Can't somebody find it in 55 years? But the book told him to wait till Ranko was here. Is that what it was? It was like, wait for Ranko. Don't go, don't go being a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I got the impression that he was working with Mir for a while. Barisov? Right? Like, yeah, Barisov was. Yeah. Barisov and Catherine are working together. Yes. Yeah. I think they're both members of Mir 12. Okay. Well, Barisov. This is when you save his life, right? Oh, yeah. You go back somewhere and save yeah. his life. After you find his. Oh, that makes more sense. His so hidden whatever, his hidden lab, where well, it has the time. Well, you go to the lab first, and then you save him. Yeah, that's where you find the time manipulation device to go back in time. Also known as the TMD. And save his life. What was the reason that they thought Barisov could actually save them and fix things? Why had, do we need Barisov? Because he had the TMD. Yeah, he made all the stuff. Okay, so this thing got screwed up. They're talking about the TMD, and they're like, if we can go get our hands on that, 
Yeah, then we, we have a shot at fixing it. the yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, and then you get it and go through one of those rifts again and save his life because he's about to be killed by somebody. Yeah, how did these rifts happen? They just appeared randomly? I think from the accident in 1955. Was it E99 that was causing these rifts? I assumed it was E99 causing it, but I didn't think there was any kind of pattern to it because... It's only between it, like, two times, so it's not... Yeah, yeah. And you, you had to, to find to them. Yeah. You had to find the rifts. You couldn't make them. But what was the catalyst for just sending someone back in time randomly? Well, like, when you get the TMD, obviously, it makes sense because you have the TMD to do it. Like, how he did it in the... I don't know. Hmm. And why can't other people do it? And are there more rifts in the world? <laughs> yeah, I guess... Was the riff, like... When when you first get to the island with Renko and Devlin, they see in the distance like that fire tunnel or whatever the hell it is. I guess that's the rift. Uh, maybe I don't. Oh, the like storm in the background. Yeah. Do they ever explain what that is? Yeah. I don't think so. That's what I was going to ask you guys. Like, what the fuck was up with that? <laughs> no, they never really go into it, do they? No. Devlin just points it out, and that's about it. Yeah. He's like, hey, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Let's go inside. <laughs> it's like that can't be normal. Maybe I don't know. The EMP is what's reef in. Like, remember, I guess we're talking about time travel event horizon rules where it like folds space, you know, into one place. Maybe the event was the first marker and then this new event that just happened that killed the satellites, the second one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that that would make sense why it sent out a crazy radiation radiation to kill satellites. Yeah. And now they're. But why did it shoot? It's just straight up into space. Why didn't it go? everywhere radiate out i don't understand that point yeah you think if it could go up to space and ruin a satellite it could it's gonna ruin a whole bunch of shit (laughs) (laughs) exactly explode outwards as far as it takes it's like how far up are satellites scientists you know this answer right pretty far up a couple miles good thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you scientists i mean they're not like it depends on how high you want them (laughs) (laughs) i guess you're right i mean they have different functions (laughs) Well, there's there's a there's a certain height that they stay in geosynchronous orbit where they don't like they spin as fast as the Earth turns, so they're always in one spot. But sometimes you don't want satellites to do that, so you got to put them at different spots. All right, that answer satisfies me. So <laughs> I don't believe them. We have Science Corner. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with the TMD just in general. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say problems, but a lot of questions. I don't like that. I really don't understand. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Scientists, why don't you just give us a quick rundown of the TMD? It's uh, just what does it do? Why does it exist? It manipulates time, and because Beresov created it, that's why it exists. It's a device that manipulates time. Yeah. And it works on items infused with E ninety nine. You can like age them or. De-age them or whatever you want to do. I got a question for you, scientist. What is a chrono ping? <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's like a ping, but in time. But why, did, why can you see footprints and shit? That was their neat little way to make you find ways to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's better than uh, the games where you hit the button and it just like has a ghost line that tells you yeah, where like to go. Yeah, Bioshock did. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it makes more sense, but... Yeah, it's, it's just it, like it doesn't saying, make much sense. This is what you're gonna do. <laughs> you're looking yeah. into the future a little bit. Yeah, and th- so we are all—I don't want to say in agreement, but we're all under the impression, I guess, we're all on the same page about the fact that 
the TMD can only work with stuff that's been irradiated by E99. That was my understanding through this whole thing, yes. That's what, yeah, that's okay. what they say. But is the well, whole the TMD island, only works with it, I think. Is the whole island irradiated because there's E99 everywhere? I think so. I would assume so, yes. Okay. That's what I gathered. And this is going to come back later. But only, <laughs> yeah, only some plants and stuff, right? Only the E99 infused plants. Yeah, which are obvious because they were glowing. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that everything. Like, I guess if you're going back in time or reversing the time of a plant and bringing it down or whatever, you could only go back to the point where everything got irradiated by E99, right? Like, there has to be a definitive start. Yeah, sort of like primer. How you can only go in once you turn the thing on. Well, let's not get into primer and how that worked. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be here for weeks if we get into that. We'll make that a very special episode one day. We'll just discuss primer. So could you to like just turn the TMD on to like point it at someone and just make them younger? That's what their hope was, I think, when they started making. But it. what we're, what I'm get the point I'm getting at is it's everything irradiated by E99, which would pretty much account for the entire island because of the catastrophe. But so what you're also telling me is that if we remove this thing from the island, it's completely worthless. That was my understanding. Okay. Well, then why? <laughs> that's just the way the game presents it. Yeah, but that's the way. Yeah, that's that's how that's what I got from them. Th- why is it so fucking powerful then? Why is the TMD so know. powerful? How does in one of the we'll get to the multiple endings, but yeah. in one of the endings where you're Renko and you're the supreme leader of the world, I guess. Spoiler alert! Like, yeah, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. but it uh, it tells. The story that you use the TMD to take, like, as your power to take over the world. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is it, why is it so powerful if it only works at this island? I don't know. Maybe it works other ways. Or does he just go back in time through tears and just fuck shit up that way? I don't, it gets so sloppy with time travel, man. It always seems like a good idea to put time travel in your story. Yeah, but then when you save Beresov and he's always like, oh, there's a TMD upgrade. All of a sudden, your fucking shit can control gravity and stuff. Well, he yeah, had, that's another thing. He had fifty-five <laughs> extra years he was alive to build these upgrades. <laughs> but why did he build oh, these shit. fucking? Why did he build so many of them in different places? Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just put them in the TMD for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Or give you like if that was his life work and he created the TMD and the incident destroyed the TMD, he would have fifty-five more years later. Like, 55 more years on the exact same island to make another one. Yeah. Didn't the, inc- didn't the incident kill him, though? Well, you save him when you... Because he gets shot you in the face You save him when you save... Uh, what's his name? Demichev. Yeah, right? but when you go back, Demichev was having him killed at the yeah. time. But in the beginning, they all died in the incident. Well, they were supposed to, nobody was supposed to survive. Yeah. In the, in the normal original timeline, right? Timeline A. Yeah, they all would have died. Well, I think they lived after you saved Demichev for some reason. Yes, yes, I understand that. But the original timeline, they're all dead. The TMD never existed, or it blew up with the. Island? Well, well, they were working with it, and I think it blew up. Okay. Okay. I don't know that he ever finished it. In the original timeline, timeline A. Not timeline B, where Demichev lives. So there was no singularity in timeline A, in the original timeline. There may have been. 
And that's what caused the accident, right? Well, we'll find out the cause <laughs> of the accident later. It's so confusing. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> well, anyway, you grab the TMD. You go back in time. You save Barisov. He tells you, I got to get my notes. Yeah. And then you get the notes, and you go back, and you come back to the future. After he gives you the awesome gun that we can control bullets and Yeah, but when you save his life, he's just like, yeah, let me go, let me go here. I'm going to go hang out in that tower. Well, that's when you get back to the future. Like, they didn't try to go fucking kill him again. I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah, but... Maybe they thought he was dead. Maybe. I don't know. I thought that was weird. Yeah, I don't have anything to add. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally, you like stop someone shooting him in the face and then... Then you get his notes. And, and then he's him. like, yeah, go. I'm good now. Yeah. And then when you go to the future, he calls you on the radio and tells you to meet him in his tower. And it's another thing where he's like, you have an age today. Yeah. So then this Karen in timeline B, where Barasov is alive. Catherine? She has... Yes. Catherine? Yeah. Okay. She has no fucking idea you have went back to save Barasov. She never makes mention of it, no. Well, why would she? She wouldn't know. She well, she, like, well, she tells you to do it, doesn't she? She says you got... Well, she tells you to go to the lab. She tells you to go find... The hidden lab, that's right. The hidden lab. She doesn't even know there's a TMD there. I don't think so. They don't, nobody knows what's there. They know there's something awesome that's going to help. Yeah. Okay. I think it, it was like, you can go through time, or you're somehow traveling through time. Get to this lab, because we know Barisov died around this time. See what you can do. Well, I think you... Is that, what, is that Catherine's mindset, or does she know I that he can fix it? I think you save him accidentally. Like, you go back in time, and he just you just happen to save and him. And he's like, hey, save me. Yeah, because... Because you're just killing everybody else. Yeah. And you like walk into the room where he's about to get shot in the face. But are you going to save him? Like, well, not like that is, is the whole reason you're going back to save Barisov. That's what, yeah. Or is your whole reason you go back to get the TMD? But you get the TMD before you go back. Yeah, because you need the TMD to open the rift to go back. Then after- yeah, but you you go you get the TMD in the past. No, you find it in the present. That's what I I'm saying because they what sent you to. Yeah, yeah, it's in the lab, and they're saying it to the lab. That's what I'm saying. Nobody checked the lab the whole 50 years. <laughs> they were waiting for you to show up to go to the lab. And then when you go there, you put your hand in that thing. It puts it on, and all those walls fall down. And, and then this you, is where I don't get because when you're grabbing the TMD, you just appear in that room, and the, the scientist's like, "How did someone get in there? What the hell?" So either you're going I think you're, to the past, or you're coming you're back confusing from parts. The past. Yeah, I think you're thinking of the old the. Part where they send at the you end. to blow up the singularity at the end. I really don't think I am, but hey, I've been wrong. Now before. you walk down like a long hallway, and there's just a big ball there. You stick your hand in it, it puts the TMD on it, and then there's a rift that you can go back in time. Yeah, nah, it's possible. I'm confusing them, but uh, let's uh, let's power through it. Let's power <laughs> through my ignorance. Okay, and uh, what else we got going on? Well, after you say Barisov, he tells you you go back to the future, and he calls you on the radio and tells you to meet him at his tower. And then you try and work your way over to the tower where he's at. Is the tower he's at the singularity? I do not believe so. What the fuck is the singularity? Can we get to that? Is it? Are we there yet? <laughs> is the thing? Is the singularity a thing, or is the singularity how they refer to the event? I thought that's how they referred to the event. I thought it was the thing that he blows up because he's like, "Yo, go blow up the singularity." The main E ninety nine source. Yeah, the fucking tower thing that he. <laughs> that he bombs at oh, the end. Boy. 
I thought that was the singularity. I thought that's what they called it. Maybe it's just what they call the reactor. Yeah, yeah, okay. They just call it the singularity. All right. I think we spent more time on this than anyone ever has. (laughs) More than the people who wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. And I do have another question while we're still talking about the TMD, which I'm sure is going to come up. But what I don't have a grasp on what exactly the boundaries of the device are physically. Like you can I do. I like the idea of using time to fix puzzles like you have a rusted out panel. You reverse it in time. It's a functioning panel opens a door. I like that. I think that's a pretty interesting way to do things. Yeah, that's cool. But how would the actual TMD know physically to point at this device and just like rewind this device? Why wouldn't it get some of the wall or a whole area or what are the boundaries of it physically? That part doesn't make sense to me. Good programming on Barisov's part. (laughs) (laughs) Don't roll your eyes at me. (laughs) I think it's... I think it's because no, it wasn't at you. I, I just realized we're not going to get a satisfying answer. I think it's because like, those are like electrical answer. panels and stuff. They they have E ninety nine running through them. Yeah, but the, so would the and, walls have. Yeah, you're right. Like it should bring plaster and stuff back to the walls. And yeah, because it does when you first get it. You have to build the walls up yeah. to get out. Right. Like, are you functionally pointing it at something and it's spreading out from there, or is it like a? Just More like device. a bubble of time you're creating. Like it seems to just, yeah, like get on a device and just change the device. And I don't know how it would know only to do that. I device. think that's just you piloting it in the game. Well, right. And, but it's like the uh, the lightsaber argument. Like how would you get a light to just fucking stop? It wouldn't just stop. It would just keep going. Well, if we're going to talk about dumb movies when we're talking about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's. I, <laughs> I'm trying to create parallels in other interstitials. I think it's the person using the TMD just who like gets the to lightsaber. What moves? <laughs> no, because you don't get to choose how big the lightsaber is. The lightsaber is a fucking fixed set. Yeah, that's you know, right. The TMD, you're choosing what gets to get be replaced, and everything's like of different sizes. So you think it's Renko's ability to use it that's doing it? Yes. Yeah, like, w- why wouldn't have anyone else have got it in the first place? Like, maybe he's the only person that can... That's what I'm saying. The Mirror 12 had the whereabouts. They told him how to get there. Maybe because he was a part of the new Singularity, he was one of a few people that could travel through time? And that's why it had to be him? Or maybe because he accidentally went in the past in the beginning? Yeah, so maybe he had, like, it? time particles on him or something. Yeah, that's true. But then where, how did this not happen to anyone else's on the island? It might have happened to Devlin. We don't know. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and also, it makes sense that Demichev or the Spetsnaz soldiers weren't living here. But clearly, like, well, I wouldn't say clearly, but I got I was under the impression that Victor Barisov was living on this island. Because at the beginning, they all say, like, this is supposed to be an empty island. Like, that no one's supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah until you save Demichev. Demichev. And then that island's been inhabited that whole 50 years. Okay. Right? That's an interesting way to like use the same space but create new levels. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty clever. I'll give him that. Yeah, but the thing is, it didn't create new levels. It's just the ones that were built there in the 50s were still used. So you could then relate it to something like, oh, I don't know, Silent Hill and Pooh World? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> Hashtag Pooh World. Hashtag Shit. Pooh World. 
TMD Poo World. All right, so where are we at in the story, scientists? Do you understand the TMD enough to keep on going with the story? No, I don't, and I, <laughs> but I've I've reconciled I never will. So let's just I don't uh, understand the upgrades. <laughs> like how all of a sudden it's the fucking Half Life gravity gun, and you can pick up barrels and chuck them and shit. Yeah, I don't see how that's less believable than a controlling time. <laughs> well, why? All of a sudden, it goes from gravity, oh, time to gravity. It just changes different. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I don't get when when you have a device that allows you to travel through time, then in that sense, in your life, time no longer matters. Well, you can only travel through time when you have a rift to go through. But when you're aiming a gun, you can use temporal, what do they call them, temporal dilations to slow time and why can't you just do that all the time? Because you got to use E99. There's stuff that fuels it that. Yeah, but you can still use it. I mean, I mean, you pick up the fuel all the time for it, and it comes back. But. So is that what he's doing when one of the endings when he's the military man? He's just slowing down the opposing armies, and his armies are just slaughtering them. They could be either. See, I got either that or I got the fact that they had the E99 tech weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe a combination of the two. Right. But the E99 tech weapons did not exist until timeline B when you saved Barisov. Damn it, yeah. correct. Damn. Well, you share, you save them both in timeline yeah. B. Yeah, you, you technically save both, correct. But Demichev, oh, you're right, because they would have had to have existed if you f- saved Demichev. So he killed Barisov and the whole lab and just took the technology, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's, yeah that's. And then you go back and you save Barisov, and that's how he helps you get to Denichev, who just wants to get to you for the TMD. Okay. Which I believe is the whole reason he didn't kill you the first time he met you. Yeah, because he needs you to figure out. He needed you to get the TMD, and he wanted it. Maybe maybe be something with you that you can, you're the only one that can use it. Yeah. Because he does say that he needed you to find the... Yeah, maybe your hand's the only one that'll go on. Like, maybe everyone stuck their hand in that fucking thing, and it just didn't work. It's like the guns from Dread, where if it's not, it's like yeah, coded exactly. locked to somebody, and it's otherwise DNA it'll blow locked. up. Bad. What a great movie. Anyway, so the E-99 weapons, did they exist? This is another question. Did they exist in the 50s so that they could take over the world? Because I think we landed on that, right? Demichev had them in the 50s? Yes. Well, yeah, I think he eventually made them, yes. Well, he might not have had them in the fifties, but like in that timeline, he had them to take in production. Them. Yeah, he may not have had those weapons. Yes, but he had the E ninety nine tech. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because those things look really modern day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those were ten- two thousand ten timeline B weapons. Yes. But anyway, let's let's. <laughs> I'm not regretting the pick because there's a lot to talk about. It's just we got some pretty fucking thick weeds to get through here. But uh, what happens next, scientists? Let's move it move it along. <laughs> got a science oh. nitpick here, too, for time dilation. He said it slows it down. You know, you're speeding it up for yourself. Oh, it doesn't. You're saying it doesn't slow down the entire world. Oh, it, it just, just speeds, speeds it up for up. you. Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. And Makes then, much so more to sense. you. It's, a, it's an actual physical thing that happens in the universe. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. It does. Constantly. I've done it. Maybe not you, but... Oh, I have. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a question. 
But anyway, you're back in like '89. You go to meet Barislav <laughs> at his tower, and you're running through the the ruins of Katorga Twelve to get to him. And then there's a boss fight with some big guy with a blue heart. So am I? Are we in present day? or Are we in the '50s? Present day. These are all okay. the the mutated monsters. Mutated things. monsters. It was there was still the accident. Yeah. In both all timelines. Yes. The accident occurred. Timeline A, B, okay. and C. <laughs> is the accent what you do yes duh you, you just realized that I did just realize that <laughs> so you've you've always done this you've always blown up the singularity yes in every timeline even from the beginning yes that was the accident yeah we'll get to that yeah, later yeah yeah I get that now but it Cri- make, hold on we gotta take a break while Chump Slap has his mind it blown. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Like, the whole thing really doesn't, but it's still a good game. In the original timeline. Hold on. We'll get to it when we get to All it. All right, yeah. Well, what, what are we, where okay. are we at now? Fighting the guy with the blue heart who's throwing buildings at oh, you. Oh, let me get to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lay it on us. All these enemies, right? They're mutated people. Mm, yeah. That's what I gather. The inhabitants yes. of Katorga 12. Yeah. Why the fuck is one, like, huge King Kong motherfucker... Andre the Giant. On some fucking weird Russian island. Come on. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Isn't Andre the Giant Russian? I don't think so. At least Eastern European. I'll look it up. You guys can go <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So they're just mutated creatures and uh, mutated well, it, people. It, they could be creatures, too. So maybe, nah, it, was, maybe it was something. You think it was maybe a gorilla or something? Maybe, yeah. But it was smart. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's torturing people in its little lair. It could have just Andre been. the Giant was from Molin, France. Told you. Oh yeah, Andre. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I watched the documentary. That's close. Born to- Andre Rene Rosimov. Ah, see, oh, that sounds German. Russian. <laughs> Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I. That's my accent. Rusimov. Oh, F- oh, F- oh, oh. Not, not O V. So it's close enough to Eastern Europe. Barisov. <laughs> All right. He was used to be named as Monster Rock. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you fight the big gorilla mutated thing, whatever. The thing that's following you up the yeah elevator that time. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Then after that, you meet up with Catherine and Barisov again in his ivory tower. And then what? They tell you? They tell you you have to go, you have to destroy the singularity. Which I assume is the reactor yeah. powering the island. Oh yeah, you have a note that says they got to destroy the singularity. Yeah, what is it? It says destroy the singularity in the past to prevent all this from happening. Yeah, that's that was... I think it's just the name for the reactor, their E99 powered reactor. Which gave you all the power. Yeah. Okay. So you, in you look, all... T- you look like your brain hurts. It's getting I'm, there. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, Chomp Slap, trying to understand. Uh, so in every timeline, the incident happened. Yes. In every timeline, at least some humans survived. A pocket, it could have been, like, I'm not talking about Demichev and Barisov, just random lab workers or whomever. I, There's a bunch of I people. I assume so, yes, because they don't say it in the first okay. one. But. Yeah, they do tell you at one point, they're like, oh, the lucky ones died instantly. And the, that's how they tell you what the enemies are, yeah. And the rest turned into mutants. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in all timelines. Yes. 
In all timelines, there are mutants. Yeah. yeah. And Barislav tells you you have to go into the past and destroy the singularity, but you need an E-99 bomb, which was sunk in the harbor. In the Pearl. In the Pearl on the, in the harbor. So you got to go and try and get to the Pearl so you can get the bomb. That, that's your next fetch quest. Where, when in timeline uh, B, okay, where Barisov exists, okay, you you saved his life inadvertently, okay, or you shot the guy, whatever. Barisov exists. Yeah. So in this timeline where Barisov exists, he always existed, right? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, was oh, he always was he always on the island, I, or did he like escape for fifty years and then come back? He may have escaped fifty years and knew you when you were coming back. I thought he was on that. Tower. Yeah, I kind of, th- I think I just, I thought it was just like hiding, hiding in the, on in the, the tower the whole time. See, okay, that's what I got out of it too. But in that case, how is he or Demichev not a mutant? Well, I don't think Demichev stayed on the island. No, I don't think Demichev did. But yeah, because he was busy ruling the world. Yeah, it's a time-consuming Makes thing sense. ruling the world. But I think Barisov. I think maybe in his tower, it was like impossible to get mutated in like <laughs> maybe he knew how to defend himself from the e99 poison yeah exactly well he would have had to defend himself from becoming a mutant and then he'd have to defend himself from, from mutants yeah well he has mirror 12 to help him or maybe they left the island and just came back to find you because they knew you were coming back well mirror 12 doesn't happen till later but yeah once they find the book but mirror 12 isn't just like two people this is like a resistance movement yes when did that start Sometime after nineteen fifty five. Yeah. It had to happen like I'd assume multiple years after, but no one's ever been to this island again. That we know that we know for sure. But we're you could say that we're led to believe that this island was uninhabited until the event ha- the new event happened in twenty ten. All right, we can assume that. Yeah, it's, it was it's un- a possibility, yes. It was uninhabited from fifty five. Except for mutants. Now. From 55 to 2010, right? Yeah, we can do that. Oh, That's possible. God. <laughs> okay. Let's just... Okay. So th- then we need to go to the Pearl and get the bomb, Yeah, we right? have to go to the harbor and get on the Pearl. We don't even have to do that. We just got to raise the Pearl, apparently. Well, we just need the bomb from the Pearl is what we need. And where? And th- this is the part where you have to stand on... Yeah, they have those amplification, amplification systems. systems yeah. for the TMD... Who built those? I think Barisov. And he just built them knowing one day he'd need them? They may have had served purposes in the past when he built them. You think that it only makes sense if they're repurposed? Because otherwise, Barisov either was living on this island the entire time, building all this shit, killing and dodging mutants, or he came back slightly earlier than the second event. I guess he'd have to know the second event even happened in order to come back yeah, earlier. Yeah, but, but you, right? you, so, you do spend time turning like. Stuff back into like re using the TMD to re, reclaim it, repurpose it. But would you, why would you even have the TMD if you've already saved Barisov's life in the past? He That's never, how you got it. He made it. He never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see what you're getting at, Chump Slap. This is uh. He never went back. We're getting and picked in, it up. And was like, we're <laughs> getting into time paradoxes yeah. here. I think those things would have worked on other things, but the TMD makes them better i think they had other purposes in the past why couldn't he make another tmd for himself maybe he had 50 fucking years we talked about this i thought we we decided only works with renko for now anyway well that's dumb to 
create something that works for somebody else. <laughs> I'm willing to accept that. I think it's something that happened to Renko that made it possible to use. Okay. Not that they made it specifically for him. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> in the one ending, Barisov uses it. Yeah, but maybe he, rule the world. maybe he figured out how to use it himself in that time. Mm. Seems silly that he wouldn't just do that in the beginning. We're connecting a lot of dots. That uh, I, I, I don't think you're connecting dots at all. I'm on. I think you're just making not, making dots all over the paper. <laughs> There's so many dots. We're just creating our own dots. Yeah, you're just making new dots. All right, let's uh, let's take a brief second and talk about the Russian accents in this game, because I feel like we're just glossing over that. Um, I know a lot of people listen to accents in games and movies and are like, oh, man, that British accent was terrible. Or, oh, you can tell they're an American or so on and so forth. But personally, my accent recognition is complete fucking garbage. Yeah, I hear you. Likewise. Like, if, I, if they're in the ballpark, I'm like, oh, they're British. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's kind of like how it, I go. I can't tell. Are you but, doing a British accent or a yeah, I thought you were doing. I thought you were doing a Russian accent this whole episode. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that it sounded like listening to these voice actors that they were like first or second year improv students. It's like, okay, I'll do it in Russian. <laughs> oh, Vladimir, can you believe it? Like it. What the hell was that? <laughs> that wasn't a Russian accent. That sounded like Sven. Yeah. It sounded like Swedish trying to do a Russian yeah. accent. Oh, <laughs> We're going to get letters about that. Um, I doubt it. Yeah, I'll write you one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. But, yeah, the accents, I. what are your guys' thoughts on I this? didn't even notice anything wrong with them. They were passable enough for me. I mean, they could have been bad. They, they were pretty bad, but, I mean. But the voice acting is leaps and bounds above other games we've done. I just imagine they were Americanized right. for the game. I mean, it was made by an American audience. Man. <laughs> it's a- I guess we're supposed to like make the connection in our brain, like with the same thing with like dubbed games and dubbed movies. It's like we know the Russians in this Russian island back in the fifties would have been speaking Russian. Yeah, yeah. But for ease of story and use, yeah, you got the dubbed version. Yeah, you just put a little fake Russian accent. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't even cross my mind that it was weird or yeah. Nothing. It was passable, is what I'll put it as. Yeah, I'll give it that. Okay, just me then. Let's let's move on then. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> well, well do, wait, you didn't like the accents? I do. You think they were just cheesy? Or I thought they were just cheesy. I thought it sounded like Americans or other ethnicities just. Well, maybe yeah. Doing yeah. A, a Russian impersonation. Maybe I didn't suspend disbelief for that. I it, just knew that's what it was. Is American an ethnicity? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's what you point out. Thanks. <laughs> I was just confused because I, I never thought of it as a ethnicity. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't, I thought they were passable. Yeah. I'll say what scientists said. They, they didn't strike me as totally terrible, but they didn't, they, they weren't 100% believable, but yeah, they weren't bad. I wasn't lost in the Russianness <laughs> of them. Like you, you gathered that they were Russian and that was. That, fine. Yeah, that's all they wanted to get across. I, I was fine to pick up on that. Okay. All right. So then where do we go after this? Are uh, we at the Pearl yet? Uh, we're working yeah, our way we're to the docks. we're talking about there's picking another, up the Pearl. Yeah, there's another boss fight on the way to the docks. We eventually get to the docks. Which is this boss fight? Is that the massive bug thing? Yeah. What's that? It's like a big mantis type thing that you're fighting. Oh, okay. On it's the, got like on the trains. shit under its arms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 
It seems but it's like annoying. the size of a building. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Which I don't. Where did that come from? What was the explanation of why there was a giant mantis? That, uh, yeah, that's another. That's, the need for a boss fight is what I understand. That's another reason I was saying all these they were mutated people. <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? Well, it said they did say mutated the animals of the island too, but that's there's not an animal I guess that would be that big. Must just one well, praying mantis mutated. got really huge. Yeah, one praying mantis just kept mutating. Yeah, <laughs> until it got the size of a building. Maybe it kept eating its mates and getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. I guess. I, I <laughs> wonder, well, after this is over, let's do a count of how many times Papa Scotch said, I guess, during this episode. <laughs> well, so I'm not entirely sold, and it seems like the answers we're coming to are got gotten to via speculation and well, assuming no a lot facts. of things. So I'm just like, Well, we didn't whatever. read all the papers and stuff in the game. I mean, yeah. we could go back and look at all the I don't think the there's that many and... facts in this game. <laughs> Possibly not, which is fine. Oh, I have a question. When you're going back in time, is it, all, is it always to December 7th? I think so. Because I know you're always back at October 26, 2010, but I don't know. You go back to different dates. Yeah, I think it's the same exact day every time. That's bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you went back in time and saved Devlin, or not Devlin, Denichev. you saved Denichev, then the second time you went back to time to save Barisov, would have been a different time. Maybe it was. I didn't look at it. It would have had to be because. Yeah, because otherwise Demichev would have been dying yeah, as you were as you were finding Barazov. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Another one of them time paradoxes. No, just the question of why there were so many different times you could jump back to that were very specific. Right. How do you know you're jumping back to that exact time you need to be at? I thought you could always tell because the accident was occurring and people were running around all frantic and stuff. Yeah, but the accident wasn't occurring the first time. Yeah, it was. That's why the building was on fire and everything was falling apart. Because then you even remember. When, so we built the singularity you, then? Singularity was built then. Oh, okay. It okay. was built before then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> After you fight the big fucking bug thing. All yes. right, hold on. One uh, second. One second. One second. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> so Denichev was already taking the world over in the first. Well, Stalin was. Demichev just rises to power after they take over the world. I believe the world oh, is taken over by the time the singularity Demichev does it. Yeah. Motherfucker. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you raise the pearl and you grab the E99 bomb. No. no. What were you saying about a bug? Oh, okay. Pop scotch. Uh, I was saying after you fight the bug and you get the bomb, uh, Catherine's just gone. Yeah. She sacrificed herself to save you is what you are told do they show how that's the thing because the cutscene movie i watched i was going to ask you guys about this in case you watched a different one but the cutscene movie i watched you're just she's there you fight the bug thing then the next scene you're with barisov and he's like oh she died trying to retrieve it she sacrificed herself she's dead Let's yeah move barisov's on. just like she's gone you uh when you go All on off the, screen when you go on to the pearl there's like people are attacking the pearl while you're in there and she runs off to fight those people. Barisov's like, no, don't oh, go. And she okay. runs off to fight oh. those guys. And she never comes back. Okay. So it's not crazy that Barisov's like, yeah, she's dead, man. Yeah. Well, you kind of know. Barisov's she ran just off. like, yeah, I saw her. He told, he, yeah, he told her not to go. And then she went anyway right. to try and make sure you got the bomb. Okay. Because af- after you raise the pearl and it's like whole again, the uh, Demichev's men start attacking. And there are all these. Uh, this is 
I think you've been seeing them the all game, but I I have a note that uh, you see like through the time rifts different notes that are left. Yeah, like we tried already and don't trust her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't trust her. Don't trust me. <laughs> it was kind of weird. <laughs> I like it though because at least it's you. You could tell there was a coherent story somewhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> like there yeah, was thought put into it by somebody. It. Yeah, that's why no one took credit for it. They're like, ah, I don't know. It's a bunch it's like of holes. we swung, <laughs> swung for the fences, guys. We <laughs> really did, but yeah, we did. We didn't nail it. <laughs> so the pearl. What is? He's got the. They attacked the pearl. Or you're off the pearl now, right? Yeah, you're, you have the bomb that you're carrying around with you the entire time after this. It's a fucking big ass bomb. Yeah, you just have it in your bag backpack. of holding. Yeah, but then after uh, this is—is is this the ending now? Is this where close? We get our yeah, choice time. This is where you have to go. Baris- juice up the bomb. Barisov tells you you have to go to the cooker to charge it. Yeah, so you can blow the reactor, which is how you fix every problem. I don't recall. Did they actually use the term cooker? Yes. Yeah, they said it's the cooker. It's the big okay. thing that looks like a ball. Yeah, and it charges up the bombs. And that's where we keep the bomb charger. (laughs) (laughs) And then after you charge it, you go to where the singularity is and go back in time and place the bomb on it. And that's when the scientists are like, how'd he get in there? He's got a bomb. Oh, okay. I thought that was... Okay. I just... Okay. So I remember that happening. I didn't make that part. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. That's why I was like, wait, you'll see. You'll see. But yeah. And then you blow up the singularity, and and then you go back to the past, and the future, and nothing's changed. Future. Oh, that's right. Because didn't Demichev just say, "Oh yeah, yeah, it blew up." Then I just fucking rebuilt it, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had fifty fucking years, moron. It yeah, I take yeah. fifty years the first time. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> when you go back, you're the one that caused the accident in the beginning in every timeline. Yeah, this is what this is the thing that I just came to realize earlier. Is that the accident, the accident was caused you by blowing you up blowing the up the singularity every time? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> makes sense entirely. Makes sense. I don't know if I ever put that together either. Yeah, that was later than you to the party. <laughs> oh. I'm not even intoxicated. I am completely sober. <laughs> Dude, that's why I'm saying. Oh, I totally blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny oh, watching it, watching both of you figure it out completely different times. Like, oh, yeah, it's like triangle. <laughs> it's like, how did it ever start? You don't know because <laughs> it just was always that way. Christ. Okay. <laughs> That's why nothing's changed when you come back from blowing up the bomb or the, the reactor. However, oh, that's right. De- Demichev and. Yeah, because the only Parasol thing that changed is yeah. you saved Denichev to rebuild it. And then it goes through this whole exposition of what your choices are to get the endings of the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you guys just want to all do a different ending? <laughs> just bring this home? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll do the first. Go for it. Bang. Shoot Denichev in the head. And then you go back in time to stop yourself from saving him, which is dumb because during that cutscene, when you go back in time to kill yourself, why can't you just kill Denichev? If you do, it just brings you back. and you have Yeah, to it just yourself. loops over and over until you kill yourself. Because you are the problem. It's not Demichev. No, it's Denichev. <laughs> it's obviously Denichev. Somehow Barisov comes to that conclusion when Demichev says it. It's like, oh, no, you're the problem. Yeah, well, anyway, you kill Denichev. And then you kill yourself, who'd never saved Denichev. And therefore, Barisov 
stays alive. The whole game restarts, but now you realize Barisov rules the world. Yes, that's what you're led to believe. That's what you're led to believe, yeah. I mean, And is that the one where they fly past the huge statue? Yeah, yeah the huge the statue with the TMD on his hand. You're like looking right. at it. You're like, oh, motherfucker. He took it. <laughs> you look at your hand. It's what like, a dick. Yeah. But if you, if he went back into the 50s on timeline three and shot himself from timeline A, then wouldn't he blink out of existence? He does. He falls he does. over he and dies. He falls over and dies, and that's why Barisov has the TMD then. Because you never existed. You never saved. Denichev, Barisov had all his work. So we go, and that's why it goes back to when we're first flying onto the island. Yeah. yeah. But everything's in But in a different world where. Right, but technically he's still dead. It's just, this is for us. This part. Yeah. But in the beginning of the game, where's Dennis, like, Barisov then? He would have died in the accident. I don't know. You just, yeah, you just caused the accident and that was the end. That was a different ending, a fourth ending. <laughs> that you don't even see? Okay. So that was him shooting Demichev. Yes. So yeah. you shoot Demichev and the world's fucked anyway because Barisov takes over. Yeah. None of these endings seem like a good ending. No, they all, they're no, all bad. No, they certainly don't. And none of them get back to the way it was originally. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing. No. But the bad ending is where you shoot Barisov and you and Demichev take over the world. That's the other ending. That's my ending I'll do. Oh, that's a fun one. <laughs> but it's not necessarily a good one because it's you're still everything's ruled by Russia that's, and there's that's the one that brings it back to the way it was in the original beginning of the game. No, because except for you don't rule half the world. Well, but you, it's pretty much the same though, right? Yeah. Well, you and Demichev, I don't think nothing changes because after you shoot Barisov, you don't go back in time. You just stay the way it is, and you and Demichev rule kind of, the world, and then yeah. Oh, it goes into the future. Yeah. yeah. And then it doesn't it say something like the new Cold War yeah. exists between because Demichev and, didn't trust you. Yeah, and between yeah. you and Demichev, and you're both powerful. So with the third ending, you shoot both of them. Which is the best ending, the baller ending. It is pretty baller. I don't know if this is supposed to be the good ending, but this is the problem that we got into. Because essentially they tell you that the world, the original timeline is gone, so the second timeline where you saved Demichev is, has happened. Yes. Yeah. So Demichev by himself has taken over the world. Well, actually, Stalin takes over the world. I think Demichev takes over after Stalin. Yeah. That's... Either they use the E-99 tech. Like, yes, Demichev yeah. was involved. Yeah. yeah. He may not have been in charge with Stalin, but, you know, he was involved. He was high up. Yeah. But this is where the TMD thing... It says that Renko rises up as the new world leader using the TMD to assert his power. But how the fuck does that thing work off of the island if nothing's irradiated by E-99? Or, well, I guess... And this is a stretch, but... If they have the E-99 tech in the world creating weapons and doing it, would you then say it's everywhere? Well, maybe the accident caused radiation. An, an invisible radiation of E-99 throughout the entire world. You know, Or he made E-99 weaponry that just infuses everything with E-99. Yeah. Maybe he has a cloud that he just fucking rains E-99 on everything. Who knows? Because I imagine E-99 technology would have still been happening well the timeline doesn't change for any of the endings except the one where you kill Demichev all the other endings stay in the timeline you never go back to the past right this is just all of these endings are from here out well this one's definitely from here out like you don't go back after this yeah one. and if you kill Barisov you don't go back either 
Yeah. You only go back when okay. you kill damage, have to kill yourself. But it's like when you kill gotcha. them both, you only you just like hide out and let the world fall to shit. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, all of a sudden much. you're just building an yeah. empire. Yeah. How do we know that's not the original? Well, the original timeline has the United States as a that's as a the whole power. reason. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. There's no way the U.S. survives this. Yeah. yeah, there's no way anybody survives it. Any of the endings. So there's no way that first accident was caused by you. No, you still called the first accident somehow. You think that you're thinking first of time accident. too linearly. Well, how did you cause the? F- Are we? <laughs> I don't know how you caused the first accident. All right, both you guys go back and watch like the first four or five seasons of Doctor Who. No, and then you'll understand a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Triangle again and be like, "Oh, okay." Uh, it's just not really like a time way. travel story. It's more of like a. It's always been that way. Yeah, it's like this, sort of. Yeah. Time travel is more of like a a modern day Sisyphus story. Yeah. So is this more like time crimes? Have you seen that one? Yes. Oh, French oh, one? Have I seen time crimes? Have yeah, I seen time right. crimes? Come sorry, on. sorry, <laughs> sorry. I thought it was Spanish, but. Could have been Spanish. It it's is. been a while. I need to rewatch it. It's that one. one of the best time Straight movies ever. Yeah. Actual Spanish. It's probably the best time travel movie. It is. People I, say I Primer, Primer and I'm like, fuck you. Uh, Primer's a close number two. You're an <laughs> <So> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that Papa Scotch is a fucking moron. <laughs> Primer is the best time travel movie. Doesn't know anything. Get the fuck out of here. If you're not saying Back to the Future, <laughs> oh, it's definitely time, time crimes. crimes. So, and then we get. Um, not an ending, but a post-credit sequence. Does this happen no matter what ending we pick? Yes, I yeah, think I think so. Because yeah, it, it has to. It has to for them to get Mirror 12. Because Mirror 12 is always in the story. So you're in this, we see Catherine survive somehow, possibly with a gunshot or something going on, and she sits down at the desk and writes the journal. Well, That's she gets sent back into from. the past. Yeah, somehow after the Pearl boss fight. Yeah, Pearl she fight. just gets like slammed back to 55 and be like, ah, damn, here I am in the Pearl. But she... It turns out she wrote the journal that Mir 12 was founded on or believed heavily in. Yeah. Well, what's the journal? It was only that one page. Well, it's exactly like 12 monkeys. So it's not. Yeah. It was just like a spray paint on the wall. So what were all those notes? Were those notes to yourself? Yeah. Apparently you wrote them in a different timeline. But a timeline you never play. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But a timeline nonetheless. The original timeline. That Demichev somehow knew about at the end. Because he said, you've already gone back and tried this. So how many times are we supposed to, are we led to believe that this has been attempted? Infinite. Yeah. This is like an infinite loop. Well. Well, no, it's not. It's not. Because there's different endings. But I mean, it could have happened an infinite number of times. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of the game. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God. (laughs) That's it. We got through it. Um. What are your final thoughts on it, Chomp Slap? What do you feel? Would you play it? Were you interested? Did you hate it? No, I'd like to see it boiled down to a nice 80-minute movie (laughs) where they could just play it out and I could see what it was all about. But I don't know. It seemed seemed all right. I would have played it back in 2010, but I wouldn't play it now, no. Especially after reading the obnoxiousness that was singularity <laughs> yeah yeah i I'm, I'm the same way i know i played it when it came out i did i remember getting all the single player trophies in one day 
It also had a very tacked on. It, this was that time when every game had multiplayer built into it. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh yeah, I saw. What was the multiplayer? I don't know. It was. I remember it being not terrible, but I also remember playing this game like three w- months after it came out, so no one was playing the multiplayer. Okay. But it was like one side is the ex the mutants and the monsters, and one side is the, uh, like soldiers. Oh, so it's like Left 4 Dead almost. Kinda, yeah. And I then s- you swap. Yeah, I, I uh, checked my trophies too after I did, we looked at it, and I think I got all the single player trophies, but I didn't have a single multiplayer one. Yeah, I think I tried to get the multiplayer ones, and there were so few people playing that you should put it in now and try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sure the surfers aren't there anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. So, what about you, scientists? Uh, I remember enjoying it the first time, but ten years later, I might play it. it did, I remember it not taking long, like you said, so I could probably beat it in a day and maybe read all the files and understand the TMD and stuff a little bit more. Wouldn't you rather watch an eighty-minute movie? I'm trying to sell it here. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for that Kickstarter singularity. The movie. Yeah, let's get. Let's get I think there going is a here. singularity. There is a singularity yeah. movie, but it's not. It has nothing to do with this game. Yeah. yeah. If it was like free on PS Plus, I'd download it and play it. But I don't know if I'd pay anything more than yeah. That's, that again. sounds about right. That sounds about right. I actually looked for it on PSN over the week and couldn't find it. So it must be like a PS Now thing or something. No, it's like uh, I looked for it too to see if I could download it, and it said in the store disc only. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they never even took it to the PS4. It's not Maybe even, it's on the PS3 yeah. store. I don't know. Doubt it. I'm going to go stop by Game GameStop and see if they got it. Probably pick it up for like $2. I believe I got it from Gamefly. That's why I played it. Way yeah. back in the Gamefly days. Yeah, 2010 sounds about right. That makes sense. What do you think? Uh, I I remember well, I I remember the graphics being a lot better. Well, Not that it's really shitting on the game. It was 2010. It was PS3, it was a different time, but it's it's weird going back to games you played almost a decade ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, these graphics kicked the shit out of fucking Silent Hill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you, it's the faces. Like there's a big upgrade between three and PS3 and PS4 and faces in that generation. Yeah, true that. True. And that. in this one, you could kind of see the edges. But I mean, that's whatever. That it's it was a fine game. It was fun when I played it. I remember liking the. T- I remember liking the fact that they did something with the story. Like, it wasn't just a generic Call of Duty type story. No, for like a first person shooter, that it actually had like a unique story to it. Right. Yeah, that's pretty exactly. neat. Yeah, it's nice to find games that weren't remakes or sequels. Yeah, seriously. Where are they at now? I'd play Singularity the remake. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good story, entertaining. And if I remember, this came out in uh, 2010. Was that when was was that before or? I was like, uh, what was October 26th? Apparently, that was like 10 years after 9/11. After what, scientists? I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was jump slap. <laughs> I'm trying to set you guys up so you'll mention that this game was after 9/11. Oh, this is oh, oh. Mention this that is yet? Definitely post 9/11. I was, I, was trying, guys, I was trying to figure out if it was blew it. post-Bioshock. It had a lot of pre-9-11 <laughs> vibes, though, with like the dialogue. Sure <laughs> if we don't have anything else to say, let's go ahead and move into our final favorite segment of the week, which is Scientist's Lock of the Week. Scientist, who do you got this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounded like a... 
forget it. Scientist <laughs> uh, lock. Well, this isn't a surprise to anybody, but it, in the scumbag hockey team playoffs, the finals are going to be the Flyers and the Bruins, and the Flyers are going to destroy them. They're giving 40 scumbag points, and they're still going to win. Wait, are you saying this game's happening, or are you saying that this is a future bet, like for June? Oh, it's happening, yeah, but they're still scumbag. The scumbag teams are playing now. Gotcha. Scumbag finals. Scumbag finals? What does that mean? The worst teams, the pieces of shit teams. <laughs> the ones that deserve punches in the faces every time they take the ice. Flyers are going to win. <laughs> it doesn't seem like so many people bet on it. <laughs> no, that's why it's a lock. You never think of it. It's like ESPN the Ocho. Points? Oh, well, the Flyers are giving them points, but they'll cover easily. Okay. They're a bunch of scumbags. You know that. <laughs> Jesus. And as we say every week, it is an absolute 100% guarantee that this bet is going to hit. It's a sure thing. It's a sure thing. Sell your children. Sell your picture frame. Sell your money. Sell your house. Put it all on the line. Sell your cleaning supplies. <laughs> sell it all. It's a win. It's a guaranteed win. And moving right along to our favorite segment of the week, which I do realize I just said Scientist Lock of the Week was our favorite segment, <laughs> but this is really... They're uh, tied. They're tied. A, yeah, they're pretty much the same thing. <laughs> this is Chump Slap's Recommendation Corner, where we ask Chump Slap... Whoa, whoa. I thought it was Recommendation Window. <laughs> oh, that's right. I do have Window. Sorry. You're right. Recommendation Window, where we go ahead and pop that thing open and see what Chump Slap's up to. So this week, we're asking Chump Slap for his recommendation on detergents. What is the best detergent out there? What are all the kids using these days? What's the new hotness in washing detergents? Clothes or Laundry dishes? detergent? Laundry detergent, yes. Oh, we're going to have to go with, I think it's Gain. <laughs> yeah. Is it Gain? Apple Mango Tango. Easily, oh, easily the best. It's got to be the best. That was a, that was a softball question. Yeah, if I softball. Ever heard Scientist knows. <laughs> We all use that around PTZ. I mean, that's what we're trying to get Apple Mango Tango out here to the people because they may not realize how great it is. Yeah, I well, not sponsored, but we should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that, that does it for us this week. Um, scientists, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? I thought, well, they already know where to find us because they're listening to They it. know where to get the <laughs> <laughs> they know where to get the podcast. They know where to get the they podcast. Don't they don't know where to find. Talk to us. Oh, on Twitter or Instagram at Plotty Time and email Plotty Time at Gmail. Perfect. Punto com. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everything. Uh, we're calling it. Everybody, you have yourself a great day and Merry Christmas. Try to recover from this. Yeah. Good luck. Later. Later.